All right, so we are the Smoking Jays. We're here to discuss relationships, marriage, and parenthood. Parenthood. A podcast about three guys, three chapters, three attitudes. Attitudes. Welcome, ladies and germs. Welcome to another fantastic episode of the Smoking Jays. Hi, for your listening pleasure. Uh, I am just Jared alongside Mr. Janeji. Good evening. How are you today, sir? I am very, very good. How are you? How are you? Um, feeling so fresh and so clean, clean. Had to shower off some of that 90 plus degree sweat. Um, got to walk around the Middlesex County Fair, which. All right. <laughs> we will uh, say it. Do you want to say it? We'll, we'll, that'll be some conversational fodder for later. Okay. So normally I would ask you first and say, what's new and exciting with you? But I do know that what's new and exciting with you is going to scooter segue into what we're going to talk about. So uh, if you don't mind, I would like to... Uh, I would like to throw some stuff out there. Do it. Do it. Mm. Do it. Throw it. Throw it away. Um, so work, obviously, work seems to be that one constant that um, as much as you try not to constantly have to do that, right? Uh, never stops. And then, uh, then, you know, the other constant, the baseball um you know we're always constantly the bridesmaid never the brides mm. um even when we were doing really well it was always second place because of this mishap or that mishap and um got very tiresome um we went to uh the new action actions no adventure sports it's adventure sports, whatever the complex is, uh, right down the road from lovely Six Flags Great Adventure in Jackson, yeah. New Jersey. There is a brand new all turf multi million dollar complex that is still under construction. It's so brandy spanking new. Um, and we played in the USABL July showdown. Um, Saturday evening, we went out, uh, defeated the Franklin Warriors, which it's like we're going to invite them over for Thanksgiving dinner at this point. We've seen them so much. Um, Then we played against a team from Homedale that supposedly had just been put together a couple weeks prior. Um, We're up 10-3 in the bottom of the last inning, proceeded to allow them to run eight runs in uh, resulting in a loss 11 to 10. Mm. So instead of us having plenty of time to show up on Sunday in the afternoon to be able to relax and enjoy our Sunday morning, we had to be at the field no later than eight 30. We were there at about eight 20 on Sunday morning. Um, 
We proceeded to be there until damn near 9 p.m. Um, first game in, who do we play? The same friggin' Homedale team. Uh. Um, got down early, pulled the kids aside and said, this is the same team. They were down early yesterday. What did they do? They fought, they pushed hard, and they came back and won. Right. Got the kids motivated, um, proceeded to start scoring some runs. Shifted the momentum so hard that the coach of the team walked out, <clears throat> excuse me, and waved his hands and said, we're done, and took the L. So we won that game. Really? Yep. Uh, wow. That was our 9 a.m. game. Nice. We then had a game at 1 p.m. 1 p.m.? We're going to call it 1 p.m. Conversation sake. Uno p.m.o. Um, we went in there. Um, that was the one seed that we were going up against. Proceeded to shellack them 8 nothing. Um, right. They did not even put a run in scoring position. Um, we had a two-hour break. Watched the Manalapan Blue against the Franklin Warriors to determine who we would be playing in the championship. Frickin' Franklin. Mm. So uh, we walk on the field to go play Franklin. At 5 p.m., uh, proceeded to have an over three-hour game where we went into the bottom of the sixth. Tie game, went into the seventh. Tie game, went into the eighth. They went up a couple runs, or we went up a couple runs, I'm sorry. So we are now up two runs. Um, and they have this thing now called either California rules or international rules, depending on who you're talking to. Um, they put the last three batted outs on base, and you start with one out. First kid hits a crappy little grounder directly to the pitcher. He runs forward to go scoop the ball up and throw it home. Trips over his feet. One run scores. So now we're up one run. Proceeded to get the next out. Strikeout. So now we're one run up, two outs. Um, anybody who uses an Apple Watch, Fitbit, some sort of heart rate monitoring device, um, my average usual like standing heart rate is about 90. Um, I looked at my watch and I was sitting at a cool 133. And uh, kid gets two strikes, throws a pitch in. The kid hits this shitty little pop grounder behind or pop fly behind him, foul ball. Our catcher looks up and snatch, game over. So the very last tournament of what is considered the 8U season, we won the July showdown. Holy shit. <laughs> now. Proud um, dad moment for sure. Mm-hmm. So every time I look back at the pictures, every time I watch the replay video, um, it's crazy. Someone must be like cooking some sort of lunch or dinner because they're con uh, somebody's cutting onions every single time 
Mm-hmm. And it drives me nuts. Um, the look on the boys' faces was was all I needed. Yeah. It was all I needed. It makes it uh, all worth it. 100%. All the frustration, all the agony, all of the all of the tension, all of the all of it. Um just so maybe one day we'll actually be able to uh we'll be able to work out these TikToks and all this other social media sharing. Mm-hmm. But That's cool. That kind of brings me back to the days where, like, I mean, my kid's not old enough to. Well, he doesn't. He's old enough. He's not. He's really younger than your kid. But you know, we don't. We don't play travel ball. So it, it reminds me of uh, when my my little brother played. Yep. It was a very similar feeling. That's you one of my favorites. Yeah, that's um, that's epic, man. I mean, there's nothing that tops that. That, that to me. The only thing I think I can maybe compare that to, uh, you know, maybe Bella's first on-stage performance comes comes close, but I I don't really have a hand in that. Mm-hmm. So I think maybe Johnny's first win, you know, racing, um, was super emotional. In his first actual race, and then he comes back out and he wins the next three races in a row. But that first one was was pretty big deal, pretty emotional. Uh, you know, it's just things like that. You just those moments you you have them one time. Yep, and you and you never forget that feeling. <laughs> See, you got my text message. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. So. Um, so that was my excitement. Um, I'll save this evening's excitement. Oh, funny story. So let me go back to oh, you can't really even see it in that picture. Anyway. Um you ever realize that you spend an exorbitant amount of time in a certain type of attire? And you don't notice it until like just a random other moment. Um, so uh, I'll I'll illustrate what it is. So this here picture right here. See if I can zoom in on it. All right. So these here socks. Um, so I had uh, nice lower cut ankle socks today when I took the boys to the county fair and i happen to look down at something on the ground and i happen to notice uh that the socks i was wearing are below this line and below this line my ankles and tops of my heel that we're showing are practically translucent white yeah and i realized fuck i spent a lot of time at the field in those socks in those socks um let's see if i can well i mean i can i don't know if you can notice from the light but so i've had i've got forehead tan Mm -hmm. okay because i spent 
not nearly as much time as you did in those socks, but I had a headband on, like a sweatband, because we were up in, in upstate New York and it's hot as balls for a race weekend. I mean, all weekend long. And uh, so I wore the sweatband to help prevent uh, the flow of sweat hmm. just completely uh, ruin everything. I can't really I see it. A little sunburn. I have my the sunglasses tan. Oh, you got the raccoon noise. Oh, 100%. Let's and see I totally got the farmer's tan thing going on. You know, just t-shirts and stuff. My arm, my, my right arm got a lot of sun this weekend. It was, it was burnt up on Saturday. Um, and then my forearm, check that out. It's like I got beat with a curling iron. Ooh. Yeah, that's an exhaust pipe. Um, I got a few of those. That's the most recent one. Damn. That one's from a couple weeks ago. Another one over here, a couple more on this arm. So yeah, man, battle scars. I have uh, one last piece of audio to share, and then the floor is yours. Let's see okay. if I, I share sound. See, I'm learning. I'm learning this here technology, not just for us, technological, but for you, the listeners. Now, what we don't have on video and what I wish I had on video was the, uh, so in the corner, you saw Teresa and one of the other moms run out and then promptly beeline back outside of the line of, of view. That's because they ran back out to go get the water jug that ah. they had spent the last five minutes filling up and... <laughs> They didn't just dump it on the manager's head. They dumped it and freaking you see in the video, he ends up with it on top of his head. Nice. And we we're like, but that's that's not how that's supposed to work. Like you're supposed to dump it and then put it back down, not like leave it over his head. Anywho. Um oh, the hell of a play by the catcher. That's a tough play to make. Yeah, it did not have that ball did not have a lot of hang time. So, you know, no. he, he caught he he like he caught it. He it was caught just enough of it. I'm saying like he caught the view of it. He caught just enough to be able to track it and know that it was right above him. And I mean, with all the gear on, didn't even shed the mask. Got it in the mitt, closed it up. That was nice. So we uh, we definitely made a, a joke about that, and we're like, dude, from now on. Please, please throw, throw the mask. Please throw the mask because you're you're killing us right now. Um. So, uh, yeah, it was it was good stuff. Um. But uh, enough about that. Tell me, uh, tell me a little bit about what's been venturing on in your neck of the woods? Well, of course, uh, you know, we, we got racing pretty much every weekend. That's like our only activity for the summer, but uh, nothing new to report there. Uh, in a way, Bella decided to take the entire summer off for dance. So no special camps or workshops or uh, intensives, uh, which, you know, 
is nice for us because we get a break too. But um, you know, I think she's deserving of it. She's at an age where she's been doing a long time. She knows her body. She wants to just take take a minute um, because she she is going to be in she's going to be in about five different dance classes this year. Um, so you know, getting ready for that. Uh, on top of <laughs> on top of that, um, you got Johnny wants to start playing football, and oh. he's uh, we looked into flag, and so he's too old for the for the league that we're at. So um, so he's going to be playing Pee Wee. Mm-hmm. And um, and it's it's going to be interesting. Um, I'm not. I wasn't even really going to talk about this, but <clears throat> I'll hit it real quick. So I'm I love the game of football. I'm not overly thrilled about my kid playing the game of football. Um, he's never played before. Um, only organized sports that he knows and has participated in is soccer and baseball. And soccer was years ago, and baseball is not even close to the caliber of, of game that football is. I mean, it's, it's high intensity, it's high workout, it's, it's high, um, high pressure, um, hard hitting. And, and I'm not afraid of any of that. I'm just, he's going in without any experience against kids that have been playing for a number of years. And um, I'm, I'm confident he'll learn and he'll pick up on things. I mean, he's a big kid for his age. So, um, you know, we're the kid loves it. He loves the game. He loves playing video games. He loves watching it on TV. He's self-taught football fan. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I when you have that in a kid, I think no matter what it is, um, you've you've got to you've got to let that run its course, um, <clears throat> regardless of how I might feel about it. <clears throat> I think. I think it's, it's a journey for him to go on and explore and decide whether it's for him and he wants to do it. Um, and we'll see, you know, we'll see how it goes. It's going to be interesting because it does interfere with racing. Um, there are going to be some really important race weekends that he's going to have to decide if he would rather race or play ball. Um, there are some weekends he might be able to race one day and then play ball the next. Um, so we'll see based on how the practices go and then the first few games and, and whatever. Um, but I think this is going to be really good for his health, which is why I'm really um, okay with it because COVID kind of ruined um, this kid's metabolism a little bit. And, and I'm not going to completely blame COVID. I mean, I am 100% advocate of blaming the parents. Everything starts with the parents. Um, so I'm, I blame myself, but I am very, stagnant individual i work from home i I sit at a desk or on the couch or in a chair almost all day and don't really get up very much um and then when i'm done with work i'm like i'm exhausted and then i go and i lay down on the couch or the bed or whatever um you know so i am you know when he played baseball and whatever organized sports he played at the time were canceled Bella could continue to dance via Zoom classes. Um, you can't play play baseball or soccer via Zoom. So 
Uh, and then we got into no. racing and that's, that's not exactly a, you know, high intensive like workout either, you know? Um, so I'm happy for him. He's excited. We'll see how it goes. Uh, the schedule is going to be insane. In fact, I just put together a Google calendar um, with because now I have to. I mean, Bella's going to be dancing four days a week. Johnny will be practicing five days a week um, through good. the summer. And, um, and, and, and practices are 6 to 10 p.m. Uh, through the summer. And, he, you know, they go back to school end of August. So, you know, full month of that or three weeks of that. Um, plus racing on top of it and then dance classes, it's going to be absolutely um, insane, but you know, it's, it's for the kids as they say. So that's, um, Very that's true. probably the, the most current development. Um, I'm glad that, you know, aside from, I'm glad I'm done with kids as we talked about, you know, I've, had a vasectomy a couple uh, months back. In fact, I just went for my swimmer test today, so we'll see if I can let her fly in a couple of days or not. Um, I'm hoping the answer is yes. But I, yeah, I cannot have any more any more children. It's getting to be just insane. Hmm. <laughs> um, aside from the extracurriculars and stuff, I'm I've thought about not legitimately, like literally, thought about killing myself. But I've I've. I have thought about jumping out the window a few times over the last couple of weeks. Walker is about to be two. He's at the stage where uh, he just wants to scream. Um, I never experienced terrible twos or anything with Bella or Johnny. So I'm, I'm, I'm definitely in for a rude awakening here. Um, but it's been constant over the last few weeks. He's been, I mean, he's a sweet, sweet, sweet kid. And I love him. And he's got a big heart. And he'll, he reaches out for his little brother and he wants to hold him. And he's, he's a little lover boy, but he has got an attitude, my guy. Um, no. Yeah. So I wonder where he gets that from. So I have um, no idea. But he's part of his issue. And I, and I, I don't mean like issue, but I think part of what brings a lot of it on is he, um, he's not really talking yet. Um, he communicates by pointing and making sounds and to tell us what he wants. And we're doing a bad job of pretending like we don't know what he means so that he actually says the words that he needs to use, you know? So, so for example, if the kid wants juice, instead of being like, what do you want? Say it you know, and continuing that, you know, tell us what you want. Um, we will, will say, okay, you want juice? You know, we try to go through the list of things until he smiles and, and then we know what he wants. So now then it's like, okay, juice, you want juice? And he's like, you know, he'll shake his head or he'll smile or whatever, but he won't say it. And, um, and then he gets frustrated until you actually go and get the juice. Um, so we're not doing a great great job of that per se but it's exhausting and the fact that he can only communicate by making cave boy sounds um <laughs> it it gets old really quick but it's just it's like a high-pitched scream and screech and it pierces through you Ooh. and um and i know i know the kid can say a 
a slew of words. I mean, at one point in time, he was saying about 15 words. And then I don't want to say regressed. He just didn't need to, to save them anymore. We would give him what he wanted because we knew what he wanted. So he wouldn't have right. to ask for it. So our bad uh, shit parenting job on, on our end. But uh, when it comes to that, but everything else, obviously, you know, the kid's alive. He's safe. He's fed. You know, what, what, what more do you need? Um, <laughs> Levi, the, the little, little guy, he just, um, well, he's about four, a little over four months now. And time's flying there. Uh, smiling on command uh, can spot me out of the, you know, out of a crowd and from across the room and, um, you know, smiles, giggles, laughs. Um, the interaction stage with him is really cool now because, you know, he'll just be like looking at you. And when you put your finger to his mouth, he'll actually hum. So you can do the whole la, 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 la thing. <laughs> um, that was always my favorite. Uh, it's so funny. It never gets old. I don't think it'll ever get old. Um, Walker's doing, um, this little piggy went to the market to my feet, which I find interesting. Um, but yeah, I mean, life's fun. Um, it's interesting. It's also batshit crazy. And, um, and, and yeah, so, so yeah, that's, um, that's been, that's been the challenge. And then, um, that's on one end of the spectrum on the other end of the spectrum i have a 10 year old girl going on 30 and um so yikes we, we decided and this could be a good title for the episode i suppose um we watch a lot of grown-up tv uh, around the kids i always have and, and not just tv but content you know my kids were exposed to graphic video games at a young age, um, Halo, Call of Duty, things with guns and killing and, you know, those types of, um, I don't know, scenarios or, or whatever, but there were, you know, scary movies, rated R movies, movies with language, uh, violence. Um, but my kids are, are, are like the polar opposite of any of that because they were parented, you know, they were taught what's real, what's fake, what you can do, what you can't do, uh, what you can do at home, what you can do away. Like they know right from wrong. Um, and that's really, that's really cool. Now, that being said, Bella has been exposed to, you know, a lot of these little teenage shows that are, you know, on Disney plus even, but they reference certain things. And, um, you know, we watch, we watch Netflix and she watches stranger things and there are references, sexual references. And most of which it just goes over her head. Some of which I noticed from the look on her face as we cross the scene, or approach a scene that I might have seen before. Yeah, I could see like where she's trying to put it together. The wheels are turning, but it doesn't quite make sense. Um, so we felt as the parents that it was time to have a talk. And not just a talk or any talk, but the talk. Um, you know, where do babies come from kind of talk and how they're made. The and, living of the and, family the living of the family. And I know that I can recall having, you know, a family living class in fifth grade in elementary school um, yep. towards the middle or end of the year. So she's in fourth grade. Well, she just graduated fourth um, straight A's, by the way, Very again, nice. um, going into fifth. And, you know, there might be some people listening to this thinking, you know, 
hey, uh, that's entirely too fucking young to be having a conversation with your daughter um, about sex and penises and, and shit like that. Um, and there may be some people here that uh, listen and, and commend it. Um, what I say to anybody who, I, I just want to throw this out, anybody that has an opinion of how somebody else parents their child or um, decides to go about raising their child, um, mind your fucking business. I, I was, I was <laughs> going to go with fuck you. you. That's always a good one as well. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean, I look at Bella's friends, the people that she hangs out with at the racetrack, um, kids that she's friends with in, in her grade that have sleepovers. And I don't imagine any of them have had to talk with their parents. Could be wrong, but I just don't see it. Bella is, um, is kind of mature for her age, very smart, too smart for her own good. She plays it off like she doesn't know things, but she she knows a lot of things. And so we um we just went in, and um, Emily and I approached the room. We cleared it with mom, and then mom had a follow up conversation. But I just thought, with all the TV that she's been watching, it'd just be nice to, to she learn it from us the basics. Um, before she maybe got the wrong idea elsewhere. So we went in and it's like 10 o'clock at night. She's in a room. She's playing around, whatever, on her phone. And um, she thinks she's in trouble. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. you know, we're like, oh, we want, we want to talk to you. And she's like, what did I do? <laughs> what what, what I do? Am I trouble? What I feel? I'm scared. You know what you did. And uh, yeah, so we, we played it off a little bit. We actually did prank her a little bit, but you know, it didn't keep it going that much, um, you know, for that long. But um, we just, I just started with, I don't know if there's a right way to really start this conversation with your 10 year old daughter. Um, and I always knew I would be the one to have this conversation. I actually look forward to it because I feel like most dads probably shy away from it or they yeah, go to mom, talk to mom about that. Um, for the daughters, you have boys. Oh, I, I just don't want to have the conversation in general. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, you don't want to have it either. That's true. So you're, so you're, raising, you're in agreement. I got you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just flat out just, just laid it on. And I said, do you know what sex is? Have you ever heard the word? And if so, what does it mean to you? That was how we started. Wow. She's, you know, paraphrasing. She heard it, does not know what it is, not really sure. She maybe has an idea. Um, I remember when I, if someone asked me when I was little, do you know what sex is? And I said, kissing. Hmm. <laughs> and, uh, Close. Yes. And um, when I was five, I remember this, actually. I, I, I called some girl uh, sexy and I got trouble Ooh. for it. And I was like, why? And somebody was like, do you even know what that means? I'm like, yeah, hot. <laughs> five years well, old. Well, you're not so. wrong. Uh, lady killer at, at half a decade old but anyways um she didn't know so we proceeded to kind of explain it to her and um and then it got down to where you had to start using words like penis and Ouch. i still yeah i did stutter a little bit on that and as soon as i said the word she knew it was coming she could sense it she just immediately hand in face face in hand uh got a little embarrassed or whatever but i try to keep my composure 
Emily this whole time, and I can know she's trying not to giggle. She's like, a, you know, six year old when it comes to dirty words, and she can, yeah, that's funny. Huh? Like, okay. uh, <laughs> but you know, we we talked about that and explained, you know, you know where where babies come from, and the 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 takeaway here. I never, I'm never going to live this one down. Not at is, all. Okay. Um, my analogy, you know, for sperm and egg, um, you know, one, you can't have one without the other. Like you need a baby, right? So you, you need, you need the sperm in order for the egg to be fertilized. It's, it's two parts. And I used the analogy of peanut butter and jelly. And that's my shining moment. As, as a dad, and that's the takeaway that my daughter will have forever. When wow. my dad had the birds and the bees conversation with me, he referenced peanut butter and jelly. And you know what? While maybe a little unorthodox, um, I couldn't think of a better analogy in the moment. I mean, let's be honest. You cannot have one without the other. Anybody eating a straight shit peanut butter sandwich like my little boy over there is batshit crazy. You got to have the fucking jelly. But um, you know it who works. else eats straight peanut butter? <laughs> that be you, James. Oh yeah. I figured it was it was either you or him. No, but no, not at all. Um, yeah, yeah, that's a that's a, a lunch of choice. But um, you know, long story short, she was very receptive. Um, she understood you could see the light bulbs going off and then the pieces started to fall into place little things that were referenced on tv show she'd be like wait is this why they said this and is this what they meant with that um the most challenging part of the conversation was you know explaining that intercourse is something that people do to create life that's what it's for right um ultimately that's not how i like to use it but that's what it's for and should be done. It's not as entertaining. With, right. Should, should only be done with somebody that you love and an adult. And, you know, we kind of laid those, the, the, those, you know, planted those seeds. That's not something that whatever the problem is or was all the shit that she watches on TV and, and the shows that we watch and movies that reference this, they are not people who are in love and are a family and are looking to make a baby. They're teenagers, they're high schoolers that are kissing and making out in their bedrooms. And if you watch stranger things, there's a scene with Nancy and Steve in the first, you know, episode or two where they're studying in her room and he, you know, then they, they reference it in the hallways in the high school. And, you know, these are things that probably for the most part went over her head, but she, what, what prompted me to really have this discussion in the first place was that she lives in a small town. Um, it is a K through 12 building um, and it's separated, you know, uh, but next year she's going to be eating lunch in the same wing uh, as some of the high schoolers. And she's going to be exposed to kids making out in hallways and maybe overhearing things and stories and, you know, para people using catchphrases and figures of speech. And I, that's how you learn, right? You're, product of your environment but um i wanted to be educated and i wanted to know and so um we got that but i had to let her know like you know it, it also is something that people do 
because that because they enjoy it because it feels good but it's not something you should be doing at a young age or you should be doing with anybody um in fact if and when the time comes and you want to know more about it let's curb this conversation now and we'll talk more then as of right now we just want you to know what it is and that you're not supposed to be doing it and it doesn't matter at least 29 yes at least um you know, but I mean, I don't know many 10 year old boys that are going to, um, you know, go and try and, and pursue another 10 year old girl, but it's not those that I'm worried about. It's the older kids. It's, you know, my daughter's 10 and developing and has really long legs. She's tall. Um, she's, she's, I mean, you throw makeup on her, straighten her hair, put her in a nice outfit and she could pass her 14 tomorrow. Um, and that's fucking terrifying because I remember what I was doing when I was 14. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know if there's inflation in the physical touch world, but um, yeah, I don't need my fucking 10 year old daughter being exposed to, to that and not knowing what it means, what it is or how to protect herself and, and knowing her rights of her own body and um and to say no and, and, and all those things. So, and she knows what pedophiles are and she knows what creep, you know, creeps are. And, but now it makes more sense as to why you want to avoid those people or why you don't want to share your information on the internet. Um, you know, or why you don't want to tell somebody where you live. Um, you know, why you should walk to school with, with a friend and walk home with a friend, that kind of thing. So, um, so yeah, that was interesting. And, um, I guess my own little PSA, like I, you know, I like talking about this stuff on the show because, you know, if somebody's listening, maybe they can relate or, or whatever. It's not, you should do this or you should do that. But, um, you know, this is how, what I did and, and how, how I went about it. Um, right, wrong, or indifferent, don't fucking matter. Because it's my kid. I'm the dad. But that's what we did. And, um, and you know what? She's perfectly fine. Little 10-year-old, you know, doing, doing her thing. And, and, and look, she's not an idiot. She's got a phone. She really wants to know something. <laughs> I mean, she can ask Alexa. She can ask Google. I mean, we have like five of those fucking things around now. So, can I just throw out? And it it concerned me, grossed me out, and baffled me all in the same in the same moment. We'll mm-hmm. call it that. So, walking around the fairgrounds today do you remember the word that we used for the hoochies i i i I believe i do and that word was i believe we used the term prostata correct (laughs) um for those who can't put two and two together a prostata is uh a girl who is way too young to be dressed like that, walking around looking like a hooker. Um, There were, I can't even say many, the vast majority of underage girls at this place. I am so glad I don't have a daughter because I'm sorry, you're going out in what? You you you're wearing that. 
you know your butt cheeks are hanging out the bottom, right? Right. Or your your shirt must have shrunk in the dryer. Um, put something else on. Like that that they no, that wasn't a thing to that degree when we were that age. And I'm not even talking sophomore and junior in high school. I'm talking probably in middle school, walking around just not. And I get that it was hot. I totally understand that it was hot outside. It was like 94 when we rolled in. But it was just not hot enough for 12 and 13 and 14-year-old girls to be walking around with that little material covering body parts. And I I kept looking at James and I'm like waiting for him because that was going to be my open door to look at him and go, don't Don't even think about it. Ever (laughs) bring that back to the house. I will fuck you up. Here's, here's, here's the thing. Tell me the thing. I, I, um, okay with the freedom of expression and dressing and and being um expressive all right with with what you wear but there has to be a line i think i had mentioned to you that bella ordered a bunch of clothing off the uh off the world wide web uh mm, the, on, the interwebs the on, on, on the line, line. On, and um gotcha you know and, and most of it all came in um and and there were like 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 two tops and, and shit and belly shirts and you know there was no way to know that they, they had no idea when they ordered the stuff i mean emily ordered it with her it wasn't in the description didn't look that way in the picture but i made it clear like all right look you you don't leave the house wearing that anywhere in public um around the house outside by the pool we're gonna walk go out to, together as a family you know, maybe with a cover up or something over it, but not by itself. We'll figure something and we'll compromise. I wonder how many of these prostatots, um, however old they may have been, you know, if, if their parents knew that they went out of the house like that, you know, the whole, you know, wearing longer shorts and then take them off and put them in your purse kind of thing, leave them at your friend's house or go to your friend's house, you know, go to the house where the mom isn't home or the house where, the mom doesn't care so much and that's where all the girls are going to get ready uh kind of thing i mean i want to believe that's the case right um trying to circumvent the the man but i can't because i know that these i know that these girls these kids were were dropped off by probably their mom because the dad didn't let them going out the fucking car looking like that i can tell you that's for, for damn sure no um, Not at all. So, I mean, and no offense to the moms, but I've seen plenty of moms dressing similarly with their daughters. Um, and, and, you know, whether they're friends of mine or people that I've known or come across, um, whether you see it on online or whatever, I just, I feel like there are some younger moms out there, younger generation moms that are okay with that 
wear the dress and that's fine. But there's got to be a line when it comes to, to kids because it's such a double standard because you don't have this conversation with, with boys, right? For the most part. Um, you might tell him to pull his pants up so his ass crack's not hanging out. You know, stop looking like a slob. Um, 100%. You might tell him to tuck in his shirt if it's, you know, he's, it's a, an event or put on a, a shirt that doesn't, you know, hang below your knees or whatever. But we're not talking about, you know, changing your wardrobe so you're not sexualized. And it sucks and it's unfortunate, but it is the world we live in because I'm not going to lie, dude. And, and, you know, there's somebody's going to say, oh, you fucking creep. But like, dude, it, it's, it is human nature. You're out on, on the beach or you're walking through the mall or you're walking anywhere and you see a girl in a belly shirt as a guy, most guys there, you're drawn to it. It's a, it's an attention getter. That's why the, those clothing exists, right. To show cleavage or to show the belly or to show the bottom Not of your butt cheeks. Age. Right. But that's my point is that you're going to, that's going to catch your eye. Right. Um, and you look and, and then I'm, and then I'm, I'm almost 40 and I look it, because it caught my eye and I notice it's a 12 or 13 or 14 year old girl. And I'm immediately like, what the fuck? Like, who are these kids' parents? Like, that's gross. That is gross. You're letting your kid go out of the house at 10, 11, 12, 13 years old, looking like she's about to go dance on the pole at the Rama. There's a problem with that. And that's my opinion. And I don't give a fuck if you disagree. Not you, whoever's listening, I'm just saying. Um, the proverbial you. Not- you can't. Look, you're putting your kid in a situation, and, and I, don't, I know we don't want to think this, and we don't want to believe that we live in a world like that we do, but we do. And you put your 14-year-old out there with their butt cheeks hanging out at a carnival hmm. at 8 o'clock at night, okay? Um, and I don't care if she's with five other of her friends with, with their butt cheeks hanging out and belly shirts or whatever. They're a target. They're an instant target for the right person in the right situation. And at, and a carnival, nonetheless, I mean, come on. Does anybody watch 2020 anymore or, or, or any of that shit? Like, that's where this shit happens. It happens in broad daylight at parks. Kids getting scooped up. Yeah. You know, at much younger ages for wearing, you know, much more clothing. So um, I just think, you know, parents, man, you, like it's not about controlling what they wear or letting them make their own decisions and not being a controlling person and, and, and freedom of choice. It's about protecting them. Okay. I'm not saying you're saying they got to wear a fucking uh, a, a nun's robe. Right. But you can wear your kid can go out wearing a pair of booty shorts that fits them tightly. OK, because that's the style without their actual butt cheek hanging out. OK, I don't want to see pretty, pretty princess panties when she goes and fucking, you know what I mean? Like I, it just you don't the, the, there's no reason for it. All right. There's no reason why the shirt needs to be coming up above the belly button, a little a little bit of skin in between. You know, I let Bella wear a little bit of a belly shirt, but now I'm not talking maybe an inch or two where, you know, it's above her waistline. Okay. But half a, like a tube top. I I see, I see, I see girls, uh, little girls running around the parks in their, in, in their training bras. Now on one hand to me, that's okay. 
I can understand it's no different really than them wearing a bathing suit top, a bikini top that they're at the pool. They're wearing a two piece, but it's a hundred degree day and they're hot. And they're running around the park. They're not in their bathing suit. They're in their, their actual underwear. Some people may see an issue with that. I, I don't necessarily not see an issue with that, but to me, there's a difference. And to the wrong person that sends the wrong signal and it just puts your kid in danger. So, so have to talk. <laughs> yeah. Cause that's um, why we did it. We had to talk because you're, you're going to come across these situations. And my daughter needs to know that there are people out there that have different interests than she does. And then they may be talking to her with an ulterior motive and it could very well be because they think she's older or more mature or she's pretty or because she's wearing something specific and she needs to know those signs instead of being a gullible person that just thinks somebody's being nice to her. She needs to learn a the difference. They all so, I mean, this is probably one of those like theoretical, hypothetical fall down the rabbit hole questions but who who really takes the brunt of the blame on that is it the parents for allowing it because i i anyway i'll throw my opinion in a second or is it everyone in general for even allowing that sort of stuff to exist probably going to come out wrong for even allowing that stuff to exist in that size. Like for example, for example, a red Valentine's day lace negligee nighty thing should never be made in a size for what a a 12 to 14 year old girl is made. Mm-hmm. So these ass huggers, um, you know, barely existing tube top, tank top, low cut, like you would have your, your titties hanging out, except you're not old enough to have them yet type of deals. Like all of those assorted things should never be made in those sizes. So is it specifically those parents for allowing their kids to buy them? Or is it all of us as a whole for even basically being okay with that stuff being made in that size to start? It's a great question. And I have a sort of a complex answer for you. I think I think it's a cycle. I think they're all to blame because the manufacturers, they don't give a fuck. They no, just they're just sell- making the money. Right. They just want to sell clothing. They just want to make the money. That's they- why I don't even factor them in on the question. Right. But so, but you could still be a, you could still have a moral compass as a, as a business. All right. And, and any business or any company that is uh, exploiting young young girls, okay, and and they're and sexualizing. I don't even want to say sexualizing, but you know, but exploiting that. Is. But, but it, it 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 is. But there's a second part to that. Like 
it's it's sexualizing to to those who are sexualizing it like i'll use this as an example bella is in dance class there are some really provocative looking dance moves and some people will look at that as art and say wow that was a really cool move and some people will look at that and say wow um that was provocative um, that needs to be left at the strip club okay and and so I don't want to say it's in the eye of the beholder, um, but it, it kind of is in a way. If, you know, if there's a, a, a crowd of young teeny bopper girls wearing hoochie shorts, okay, um, there's, a, there's going to be an audience that looks at that and says, damn, that's fucking inappropriate. Or there's going to, and then there's going to be an audience that says, you know, that's totally acceptable. That's the style. You show more than that in a bathing suit. So I can play both sides of the coin. Does it make either side right or wrong? What I think is it always, always, always comes back to the parents. If Mm -hmm. whether the manufacturers make these things or not, you as the parent decide what your kid should and shouldn't wear. And I don't want to hear about the fucking my kid's body, her choice when she's old enough to do this. No, I'm sorry. There are rules, there are laws. When your kid's 18, they can do whatever the fuck they want. Within reason, I'm a reasonable guy. I'll let my daughter do her hair the way she wants and she wants to do her makeup when we're going out to an extent. You're not going to go out of here looking like a tramp or whatever. So, you know, there, there's got to be a line, okay? I want her to express herself. I want her to feel comfortable. And, and if that's the style and that's the fashion, then, then great but you can do it without looking like a hoochie. Okay. And I think that parents need to um, be a little bit more cognizant of that and, and, and not feed into, well, what the, well, some of the other kids are doing it. The vast majority of girls out there are not wearing shorts with the butt cheeks hanging out at, at the age of 13. All right. I'm willing to bet that most of those that you see are, are parents that are not in the picture or not in the picture enough or single family, you know, single parent homes, or the parents are working all the time, or they're being cared for by somebody else. Like there's a whole other, I mean, there's there's a whole category for that. Right. Um, There's no, it goes beyond the clothing. There's no structure. There's no boundary. Right. These are the same kids that probably have a cell phone and, 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 you know, Facebook and a TikTok account and, and, and there's no monitoring and, you know, no bedtime. And and do whatever the fuck they want. So it, it's like it all just to me it comes down to structure um, within the home. And um, but hundred percent, I feel like fuck your company if like if 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 this is how you need to make a buck, right? Because there is a there is a a, a big population out there that obviously buys these clothes and allows their children to wear them. Otherwise, there wouldn't be a market for it. Right. There wouldn't be a reason to manu- manufacture these items. So so is it the parents? Is it the manufacturer? I already said I believe it's the parents, right? But I think it's actually bigger than that. I think it's a societal issue. Um, you know, I, I could go on and on all day about it. Um, some people say, well, it's just clothing. It's not. 
it's 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 not just clothing because at the end of the day um sex sells and there's a thing called sex appeal for a reason and sexualizing is a word um for a reason and i think that any dude you got a girl i don't care how old she is if you don't if you catch out of the corner of your eye Somebody wearing a fucking belly shirt and hoochie shorts, you're gonna notice. Male or female, you're gonna you're gonna notice. It's there, it's in your face. It's inappropriate. There's a little girl. Um, I don't wanna I don't wanna say, but I was at a I was at an event. There was a little girl with her parents there, um, and it was hot. It was this last summer. And this girl's walking around, same, you know, shorts with her butt cheeks hanging out. Um, her belly's completely exposed all the way up to the underside of her training bra. Mm. And um, nope. And and her hair up. And the look was stripper esque. That's that was what it looked like. Right. Girl was eleven years old. Maybe no twelve. Business. No business. You know, at a family sort of function, you know, but but then there's all these other little girls there, younger, that are looking up to this girl because she could do a really cool cartwheel or because she's just older. You know, she looks Look cool. And then all the other little girls want to be like them. And then they go to the store and they, mommy, I want this. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Okay. And then they put it on. Oh shit, that's a little tight. That's a little short. Oh well, whatever. I spent money on it, but I wear it. It's just a pair of shorts. Because at the end of the day, it is just a pair of shorts, but it's a pair of shorts that's revealing some sensitive areas on your child's body that can be an attractant to the wrong people for the wrong reasons. So get off your high horse. And stop making it about your kid being able to make choices for themselves, be a parent and do the responsible thing. And don't put a target on your kid's back. My two cents. Or on the back or the front or 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 or, or, or the, the sides or or the everything. Or the front. That- and 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 you talk, you know, it's funny because you mentioned the front too. It I mean at Look, I, I probably have a pretty good memory, you know. Um, I was fairly sexually active at fourteen or fifteen years old, or sixteen years old with a four, with with a girl who was fourteen. You know, like it wasn't we were in the same school, mm-hmm. and it starts with kissing and experimenting and this. And I'm not an idiot. That's you know, I get it. My daughter's going to be there. She's not far off. That's why we had the talk. And like, and I'm, I'm cool with it. Like, it is what it is. It's going to happen. I just want her to be prepared, and I want to be prepared. You know, but you don't need to force it along. No, and you that's, know, and, and, that's and, 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 honestly and, and, what I feel like. Right, and and then the shirts. Forget about the shorts. What about the shirts? You turn around and you get a 14 year old girl who's really developed. You know, um, who could pass for. 17 18 year old and at a fair who who was there a bunch of high schoolers trying to pick up younger chicks 
Yep. Because guys, for the most part, are scumbags. When you all gonna fucking learn? <laughs> Jesus Christ! Come on, go with the program. I thought everybody knew this. You know. Uh, so, but it sucks. It sucks. It shouldn't be that way, but it is. Shouldn't have to worry, you know. But but you do. You shouldn't have to worry about your kids going to school and and, and maybe getting shot. Okay, but you do. Oh, yeah. I'm just saying, it's the world we live in, and you can't be you can't be blind to to the realities of the situation. People say, "Well, this shit always existed. It's just amplified now because of social media." That may very well be true, but it's also it also provides more access, and it allows people to be more themselves and more free, and be able to hide and conceal themselves out in the open. Um, yeah we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna bookmark that one yeah because I, I think we should I, because i think that one that one is going to go into the dock and the google doc we're google. going to we're going to use that for our next episode. Um, so before we do the big fancy wrap up, what's on tap for the remainder of the summer? Because suckers who, you know, oh, it's my summer break. Yeah. You got about three weeks left. Yeah. It went quick. We, um, since my family sold the, the beach condo, we haven't been to the beach, which really sucks. Hmm. Um, but we, um, we're going to try, we're, we're about a half hour or so from Dorney park. So that's on the list, you know? Um, and we could do that really anytime, you know, through October. Um, Cause I have no interest in going to anything like that when it's a hundred degrees. I don't care if there's a water park or not. No. Um, but um, so that's on tap. And next week we are um, going to take the kids to see uh, Stranger Things exhibit. Oh, um, that's out in Brooklyn. Interestingly enough, and um, now we've got a new thing to worry about—some fucking monkeypox shit. So that should be fun. Um, because why not? Yeah, you know, because COVID's not enough. We gotta, no. we gotta throw in the uh, no. monkeypox. So um, we've got that. A um, couple of little things, and then you know, really just, really just hanging out. Um, you know, trying to just live to the fullest. And with football practice coming up, we're going to be pretty busy with that. So, going to be busy. So I will say, uh, funny side story. I have been listening to Two Bears One Cave with Burt Kreischer and Tom Segura. Great podcast. The Sex and, Toys episode is, is money. Well, money shot. <laughs> and I am probably significantly behind that. Um, I am up to episode 23. I think it's like episode 100 so, or some shit like that. 23. So you're going oh, yeah. Yeah. I started with the oldest and, and the, the origin story. Um, but the interesting thing, has been 
episode 20, 21, 22, and now 23. So now listening back to people going through the beginnings of lockdown and, Ah, and quarantine and all of that and kind of juxtaposing our life experiences with listening to, because when you're in the moment, like, you know what you went through, but you're in the moment, but going back now, knowing kind of having watched the end of the movie already, well, the later part of the movie, because God only knows how it's going to end. Right. But having watched the later part of the movie and you know how the next two years is going to pan out. It's it's interesting going back and listening to these people say things and do things and talk about like, well, we don't know this and we don't know that. And you're like, oh, well, funny story I do. <laughs> um, but, you know, I, one of the things they brought up is like, oh, we don't know, like these these servers and these bartenders, like how long are they going to struggle for it? It's like, oof. Yeah, it's going to be a little while. Going to be a while. But it's interesting. Um, But a couple of the episodes in the beginning, some of the hardest I've ever laughed. Ever. Yeah, they're great. They're great. I love watching them. Um, You can listen to it, but watching and the facial expressions and how they look at each other when, you know, the one says something else that surprises the other um it's great episode 107 maybe just skip ahead to it if you haven't ever listened to it it's the it's the sex toy episode the first 35 40 minutes is just pure podcast gold um so funny i did pull up the video of bert watching tom's dance video (laughs) because he just makes this high-pitched squeal i guess so I had to go back. I'm like, I need a visual to go with this. So totally worth it. But I digress. We have completely gone off on a bit of a tangent here. Um, so we bookmarked the online predator discussion because I think that that's, that's very relevant um, and plenty to say with that. So um, until then, and, and that's going to be our teaser for that episode. Until then, ladies and gentlemen, we appreciate you stopping on by the Smoke and Jays. Please uh, follow the shows at Smoke and Jays Podcast. Uh, follow the Fourth Wall Pop Network um, at Fourth Wall Pop. Check out all the assorted shows on the network. We have some really good stuff. Apparently, there's a sports show. I don't know. I can't confirm or deny. Um, there's there's a little bit of something for everyone. Some Star Wars stuff. There's some Marvel MCU stuff. There's some wrestling, mental health, all that good stuff. So please check it all out right here exclusively on the Fourth Wall Pop Network, right in your ear hole. Um, Got to go out with a bang. Um was offered uh, the position of a waiter, uh, sight unseen, uh, 
they said that, man, you'd really, you'd bring a lot to the table. Um, and I said, well, I agree. They said, well, why do you think you'd be suited for the job? And I said, well, cause it seems to be the dress code. <laughs> Anywho. Uh, sir, what, uh, anything else for you before we shut this bad boy down? Nah, man. I look forward to, uh, hearing you all on the other side. We'll get that, um, predator segment out you know next episode and uh yeah check us out on 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 the gram and um i would like to put out a request to anybody that's listening if you do check us out there's a topic or something that um you'd like us to talk about or that you um want to bring up or um or maybe you want to be a guest on the show you got something to say hit us up you know, and uh, on all our handles, uh, or if you know us personally, then just text me and uh, we'll make it happen, Captain. We like quests. Yes, we do. Just you need to be drinking hand. You need to be present and be prepared that it could be a late night. So until next time. We bid you adieu, au revoir, adios. Sorry, Anna, I know I butchered that. Um, We'll catch you later. Sweet.